This is the David Dicato Experience, episode number seven. Hey, this is episode number seven, and uh, this episode is actually coming up after episode number eight. Because yesterday I thought it was episode number 8, but it was actually episode number 7. So today I'm making episode number 7. So here we go, it's another day. It's November 14th, 2018. Today I want to focus on uh, systems and planning ahead. Because I've really come to realize that another thing that is essentially taught by the gurus comes back to some main principles of life. And this pattern seems to be happening more and more or me just realizing it so uh one of the things that was said by peter drucker in one of his books and if you don't know who he is he uh is one of the management experts or regarded to be one of the management experts um in the world uh, apparently he's coached quite a few ceos and done a lot of work with top level business people so according to peter drucker you can't achieve success unless you track and define things. And you can't manage what you, what you don't measure. So this seems to make a lot of sense, even in a very basic level. Because let's just say that uh, we wanted to lose weight. Then first, we'd have to do some sort of target weight to mark the goal line. And it would benefit us uh, to weigh ourselves daily and keep a record of it. So that... Uh, that would take care of the long-term goal and then making tracking it daily really simple. So let's say we just wanted to lose you know, seven pounds in seven weeks. So we can chop that down into uh, one pound a week. So the short-term tracking is just uh, weighing ourselves daily. And then we'd know that each day if we're getting closer to our goal or farther away. And we... And <laughs> And we can then also more easily just see the impact of what we're doing each day. So if we go through one day and we gained a pound, then hey, what we did didn't work. And if we lost a pound that day, then hey, what we did that day did work. So all we really need to do is do what we did on the day that we lost the one pound every day. And we just get right to our goal. And the challenge is if we don't weigh ourselves or say we just weigh ourselves once every three months, then we're not going to really know exactly what all the good things were when all the bad things were uh, that caused us you know say to lose lose five pounds or maybe just to gain five pounds so by breaking all these things down into smaller chunks and it makes it really easy just to narrow down and, and identify the things that the things that are working and the things that aren't and very specifically and then at the same time of breaking it down into small things just breaking it down in, into small steps because it's easy to take, you know, one small step, say, do something different that we haven't done for one hour in the day, you know, versus saying, hey, we have a three-month goal and for the next three months we need to work on something, but then not really be clear on what we're going to do every single day to get there. So that's uh, a big part of what I've been learning about, you know, what the certain way is, say, that's talked about in the book, uh, Think Grow Rich. So by jumping on a scale once a day, we're facing reality as well. And basically, you know, by measuring things daily, it puts us into a position where we're, 
we're facing reality on a daily basis as well. Uh, so this makes us face it on a daily basis and brings it uh, to the top of our mind, kind of like a daily reminder to keep us on track. You know, and it's like a dose of reality in the physical world. Uh, so the other big part of it is, is it turns an idea into something in the physical world instead of just something that's that's in our head. So say we want to lose seven pounds, then by tr- you know weighing ourselves daily and then say running it down, then we actually have something that we've marked down in the real physical world that's outside of our minds. And it can also take tracking that off of our minds and then we just have a piece of paper, say, that's stuck to the wall. And then we don't have to think about it or or try to keep it in, in our memory because we can just look over to the piece of paper. So essentially, it's like using a tool. So that's the way to break down, you know, the easy way to break it down, there's a way and then we can break it down into an exercise, a daily exercise, and then also like uh, meal plans for the day as well. And we can measure those and then see how much of an impact those have on our daily weight objective. So really all that stuff just comes down to the exact same thing of uh, building a business or trying to sell something online or even just uh, to get a bunch of followers on your Instagram post. You know, set a longer term goal, set weekly goals, daily goals, set hourly goals, have a way to measure it, or even just measuring it daily and writing it down. It could just be the same time every day, say five o'clock every day. You're writing down how many followers you got and putting it on a piece of paper and putting it on your wall. And then you got something that's in the physical world. And there's some things that are really good about uh, using an online tools to track this sort of stuff. But at the same time, when you're writing something on a piece of paper, it's purely a physical, tangible thing that essentially can't change. And uh, a lot of stuff in the digital world, or say if you're using software to track the stuff, really it can change from, from one day to the next, unless you have some sort of way of locking it. But, uh, you know, that's just another step and another thing to worry about. So keeping it real simple is just the best best way to do it and if you have a chart that's hanging up in your wall and all you have to do is just write down one number then that's way more quick and efficient than having to open up an app go through the app and punch in your numbers there push a button bunch of buttons so keeping it simple is definitely a big way of doing it so then uh, all you gotta do is just take the stuff that's basically you know the same process as how you would lose weight and just use the same steps to build your own business and uh, it's a long-term goal let's say you want to make three thousand dollars a month chop it down into okay that's seven hundred dollars a week like say if this was how much money you wanted to make online on on autopilot and then that'd be a hundred dollars a day and then just figure out then okay what would you need to do to get the hundred dollars a day and once you get that figured out put it into place measure it daily And then you'll just see if your daily activities are resulting in getting closer to your $100 a day goal or if it's getting yourself farther away. And if you're spending more money and not making more, then because you're tracking it, you just know, hey, I should stop doing that one thing and do something else where I might be spending money to make more or even just finding programs or something to use that's free so you're not spending the money but you're just putting some time into it, but you're also getting uh, the result out of it that you want by getting more sales every single day as well. So all these things 
basically just go into, hey, what is the path and what is a certain path? And uh, it seems to be a lot better to take a big goal, a longer term goal that you have, chop it into smaller pieces or smaller time frames, and then have it something that you can measure daily that just fits into, say, you know, you're measuring a daily goal, which just means that you're on track to meet your weekly goal, which means you're on track to make your monthly goal, which means you're on track to make your yearly goal. And sticking with this type of thinking, laying it all out, making a plan, measuring it, taking actions, seeing what works and what doesn't work, seems to be the way to go. So that's what I'm in- implementing more and more with uh, the blog I'm doing, with the web posting business I'm doing, and then with drop shipping uh, business as well, which is basically just selling on eBay, Amazon, even selling some stuff on Kijiji as well. So every action I take, just... Uh, tracking it to see if I'm getting the result. So I've already seen my eBay sales go up quite a bit. We're now, uh, for what's tracked in the last 60 days, I'm almost hitting the $300 mark. And I remember I was pretty happy when I hit the $200 uh, sales mark. And now it's almost hitting the 300 and it basically seems like it was relatively easy now. And uh, I'm pretty confident I'll hit the $300 mark. And it's just going up and continues to go up. Whereas in the beginning, it was, you know, kind of frustrating to do a whole lot of work and, you know, see the first $10 or $20 in sales come in. So uh, with building out the momentum, it definitely works just by measuring the stats daily. So I'm also going to start to measure my stuff, uh, putting together what I do daily into just a monthly thing and then doing like a monthly sales revenue report on my blog. And I'll put it into this podcast as well. And the other thing I want to just point out is that, you know, just like with losing weight, that going and eating a lot of junk food isn't going to get us any closer to getting to our goal. Same sort of thing with taking in information, you know, whether it's like videos or podcasts, blog posts, you know, whatever it is. If it's just junk stuff, then it definitely isn't going to help us get to where we want to go. Um, so definitely getting in with the right program. And then essentially blocking everything else out and focusing on just doing what you need to do in your program has a huge impact, just the same way as eating junk food. You know, it's going to have negative impact and eating healthy food is going to have a good impact. You know, it's all the same thing. It's just deciding what path to take and then taking it. So that's going to be it for this podcast. Uh, I just put up a post for this. You can do, search for the David Ocado Experience, episode number seven. If you want to take a look at the show notes. And until next time, see ya. Also, I should just add, I'm going to start posting some of the tools that I use onto my blog as well at freedombydesign.tk and uh, even how I made this podcast and the things I've learned along the way. I'm going to put that up there on the blog as well. So if you're curious about that stuff, you got a place to go to find out the information and uh, I'm going to try to just give you healthy information that's actually going to help you. All right, that's it. Thanks for listening. Take care. Alright, I keep saying it's going to be the end of the podcast, but it's not. I just realized uh, yesterday I watched one movie that was basically on an industry and how it's turned into 
or you know turned into a long time ago you know, more than 10 years ago but basically doing things like essentially the uber way where there's just a software platform and then individual people sign up on the software platform as uh, independent contractors and one of the things they noted is uh, there's one company that just bought up all of the competition so basically all the other platforms that were doing the same thing so then they owned them all and then now they have all the traffic for all of you know the sites in the industry basically and how that was not having a good effect on the individual person because they used to make about 10 times more uh, as an independent contractor than what they're currently doing now and the one thing I just uh, like just realized you know or just reminded me of is there's um, there's one talk from the one PayPal founder I can't remember his name right now uh, I got a picture of him in my brain I can't remember his name but I'll post it up on the blog uh, he, but he just talks about it in any business as soon as you have a lot of competition then it's just going to be bad for your brain and basically it's going to depress people and have a negative consequences so in that industry with the independent contractors having a platform then that just seems to be such a great thing for people in the one sense that hey you know if they're not making any money then they have a platform that they can jump onto to make some money but then for the people that you know might have been making decent money now all of a sudden because there's way more competition uh for the as in you know so many other independent contractors out there just like them it just drops down the price that can be charged because other people will do it for so much less and then essentially the customer doesn't really have a reason to pay more when they can just get the exact same service from someone that's willing to charge less so that seems to be going on everywhere and uh it seems like the the result of the thing really needs to be where there's some sort of platform that doesn't just have independent contractors but also helps them build up their own business to a point where the platform benefits and the independent person you know does as well so it seems like really there needs to be a major platform that say in the case of something like uber then maybe there'd be a smaller smaller ubers so say even in like uh, the city of toronto they might have the city of toronto uber where maybe people with there could group up and uh, be able to provide a service in a certain way and it might even just be that there's a group or a territory and they only allow so many people like so many drivers in the city of toronto to keep things balanced enough so where there's not way too much supply of drivers so i really think that people got to start working on that on solving that problem uh so that this is a great time of the independent person with using a platform but at the same time there has to be uh, a better way of doing it that's not just going to take advantage of the independent person and and give all the money and profit to the one corporation that owns a platform because it could very well be that you know maybe there's three major platforms in any industry you know eventually in the world at the very least you know in a country the ones that have the biggest brand recognition or the most traffic to their app or traffic to the website so i'm really hoping that people figure that out and I think there's a big opportunity for people, you know, to go out there and create a website that does that exact same thing. But I don't know exactly how that will be able to happen, but hopefully it can. So that's it. It's sort of a random thought. Uh, if you got any comments about this type of stuff, feel free to leave them. 
And uh, this is probably the actual end of this podcast for today. So until next time, see ya.